Alright, let's go. <clears throat> this podcast contains, uh, explicit language, adult beverages, delicious tobacco, and, what's that say? Flagrant misuse of dice? What does that even mean? Who the hell wrote this? To hell with it. I need a drink. Huh? Oh, okay, whatever. <clears throat> this is the Dice and Pipes podcast. Hello. Hedge. Hedge? Hedge. What are you doing, like vocal exercises? No, I'm... No, come on. Hello. Hedge. You having a stroke? We're up to a hot spot. Privet. Privet? Privet. What the fuck is going on here? Are we recording? Kanishawa. Are you doing like hello in different languages? What is privet? Is that Russian? Yes. Nailed it. Uh, what other countries? Uh, uh, Madagascar. That was a good movie. Madagascar is not here. Shit. Italian. We have people in Italy. Oh, oh, Romania. I'm sorry. Romanian. Yeah. Salute. Australian. Salute. <laughs> Salud. Uh, I think Australia is English. They speak English? Yeah. What if it's an Aborigine? How do we know Aborigines I just, aren't listening to uh, the show? It's funny that you... Here's Aborigine. Hello. Hello. It's hello, except with an A instead of an E. Hello. Hello. And very robotic. The yes. Aborigine is apparently a robot. Yes. Uh, top of the morning to you. Yes. I think that's... Oh no, is that Irish? Egads. Oh, my God. Uh, what about Canada? Ah, uh, eh? Canada. Can oh. Chinese simplified or Chinese no. traditional? I, I would go with traditional. Ah, uh, yes. We are traditional. Ni hao! <laughs> oh, God, Ni hao. Ni hao. The Tao Ting Kao. Um, did we get everybody? You got the Swedes? Yeah. Oh. The Swiss cheese. And the Gutenhagen with my wooden shoes. I make wooden shoes like Geppetto. I have the wooden shoes. We're not even drunk. He wants to be a real boy. <laughs> oh. He wants to be a real boy. Skidamarinky dinky dink. Skidamarinky do. Stop it. Buongiorno. Oh. You're crackling the 
I'm going to go deaf. Sorry. your fucking foreign language lesson here. All right, let's fucking let's do this podcast. All right. Crawling out deep from the ass of your abyss, this is Dyson Pipes, the internet's favorite the Dungeons & Dragons podcast that doesn't talk about Dungeons & Dragons very much. Uh, I'm Brian. Hi, Chris. Hi, Brian. How are you today? I'm melancholy. Okay. That's, that's a unique way to start. Uh, I'm really find not. Us, shut up for a second. Sorry. Find us on the Instagram and the Twitter, uh, Dyson Pipes. <clears throat> now that we got the business out of the way. Yes, business end. Uh, I'm not melancholy. Oh, okay. I just want to sound like a prick. Who uses that word? Do people, like, is that still... Smashing Pumpkins. Like a prevalent... Melancholy? Smashing Pumpkins. What was there, a song that used melancholy? I think it was one of their albums. Melancholy of the Spotless Mind or something. Oh, okay. I was unaware. I'm not men- melancholy. Oh, fuck. Already. <laughs> yeah, Already. Man, dice and pipes. When you fuck up your words, you roll a dice to see if you drink. Uh, I rolled an 11. 11. You are saved. I have mixed emotions today. Oh, why? What's wrong, buddy? So uh, we are not a breaking news show, right? Because we're not live. Right. Um, So I I guess you'll kind of go hand in hand this episode with the post that I put out on on Instagram yesterday with the fact that I just learned. I watched two episodes now on YouTube. One from Derek Tant, one from uh, Stuff and Things that says Dunhill Pipe Tobacco. It's coming back. The big return. The big return. Does that... that, uh, devastate the value of the tins that you have? It, no, but it, it it devastates my mind in the fact that when I thought that it was out, and this is the sad part, I'm excited because it's coming back. We don't know when, maybe in the next couple of months. Uh, the sad part is the fact that I spent almost $1,000 on, on Dunhill tobacco just to find out that it's coming back. So I guess the only benefit to that is my Dunhill tobacco will be aged some. You know, there is that old saying, you can never keep a good whale down. Okay. Uh what is that from Ahab? The Who? Arab? No, not an Arab. Ahab. The, the white whale. Yes, yes. Shiver me timbers, you sons of bitches. We're going after it, Mooby Dick. <laughs> you sound like the guy from. Uh, <laughs> Our matey. From SpongeBob. <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> Absorbing in yellow and porous is he. Drop on the deck and fabric a fish. This is not a Dyson Pipes episode until Brian sings. Uh, I, I, I hope you get your face cut open and squeal like a bitch. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> I, I remember sailing across the seas with me Dunhill nightcap. Yar, it was a smoky evening and the white whale came above the cresting seas. The young siren sang to me and gave me the clap. <laughs> okay. And we're I had a blunderbuss oh, no, 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 of no. condoms <laughs> firing away to the port side, Mr. Jackson. Yar. Couldn't prevent the clap, though. Aye. That's when I bought the ammo. <laughs> it burns when me serpent spits. <laughs> Yar. Yo ho ho, <laughs> and a bottle of hep. 
Leave her, Johnny. Leave her. Yar. So now we're singing <laughs> pirate shanties. I love it. <laughs> that that's Dunhill. good, good, good. So we've gone from Dunhill to sirens down to downhill. Yeah, right downhill <laughs> to the clap and hep. Random heps. Just random. I random hep dispensers, <laughs> Mister Jackson. Wow. Uh, how are you? Ah, uh, I'm all right. Apparently, yeah, I'm okay. Fucking living in the clouds right now. I'm excited. We're not even drunk. No, 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 no. No, I'm just excited to be here and to be doing this. Good, you know. Good. Um, we got a fun-filled show today. But first, let's talk about uh, what we're drinking and smoking here. Uh, I have. <laughs> oh no! This actually wasn't planned. Oh, that that's funny. Uh, in the bowl of my pipe, I have packed uh, some. Uh, it's called. It's a lap bomb. People call it it's from Cornell and Deal. Oh shit! Hi, it's the pirate cake. <laughs> it helps me find the white whale. Uh, what do you got over there? What are you smoking it in? I like that. Oh, pipe. I have my uh, my uh, Rossi Victoria author. Yeah, it's cool. It's I like f- it. It's a fat one. It is. I like the finish on it. Oh shit! I should have smoked mine. Oh, oh fucking hell! Balls. I I'm starting light. Okay. So, uh, good old Peter Petter Stokeby Petter. Nah, you're out. Here. Oh, thank there you, you go. Thank you very much. Uh, luxury twist flake, a little Virginia in my Savinelli Atello six fourteen. My favorite pipe. Easily my favorite pipe. Nice little jaw hanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I like it. Um, I am not happy about the, uh, the bottle of our alcohol. I'm very disappointed. You don't like the taste of it? No, the taste is great. Um, I'm learning, and we were talking about this before we started. I'm learning that... that My, Michael J. Fish promised us we were going to like this. Well, I like it. I just want to fucking throw the bottle at his face. But good thing he shakes enough, he'll probably dodge it. He's like Neo. Just don't bring that up. What? He, he's sensitive. No, he's like Neo. That's all I meant. Uh, yeah, this, listen. What is that? This is the cap spinning for infinity. How would we draw that infinity symbol? Oh, son of a bitch. Um, yeah. A letter U on its side. (laughs) Is it like one of those, um, what the fuck do they call those? Uh, whatever. Um, I don't know. Lost my train of thought. Buchanan's Deluxe 12 year blended scotch. And... Like I was saying before the show, oh, I didn't even realize this. Oh, you got to check it out on the back. There's actually a pretty cool crest. It's it's unfortunate. I wish they put, holy fucking hell, you're like a chimney. I wish they put as much care and design and thought that they did in this, like, this glass crest on the back of the bottle that they did on the cap. What's going on with that cap? It's broken. Maybe I broke it. I don't think I broke it. Dude, I fucking, I twisted the seal off. I broke the seal, which is... The worst move. You break the seal. And now, the, not only the cat, but like the... Listen. It sounds like there's like a marble. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I can't open this. Is it there by design? Yeah, dude. It's, Is it it's, to help aerate? No, it's, it it's literally... A, it's a marble. I think it's to help prevent you from overpouring. So, I, I get the design, but like... See, that poured much better. 
right? Because when we tried initially... There's a little more air in the bottle now. It kind of came out like the way that I pee when I stand in front of the toilet for like 20 minutes. <laughs> just keeps coming. It's like dribble, dribble. Um, yeah, but anyway, the, the cap is a twist, which I'm not a fan of. I prefer the cork, but yeah, it just it keeps going. It just doesn't catch. Interesting. And whatever. Their design sucks, but their whiskey is good. But unfortunately, because of that, like, dude, there's fucking, I'm sure there's air getting in this. Like, th- this is going to go bad. So that just means that we have to drink that as soon as possible. As quickly yes. as possible. This cannot go back into the Dyson Pipes bar. No, 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 no. Because it, the time is ticking. Yeah. It's a time it, bomb. It might have a half-life of one hour. So we better start fucking crack-a-lacking. Pound away. Just don't get the clap. How's your pirate cake? Delicious. I love pirate cake. It might be my favorite tobacco. Is that my lighter? Oh, right, I got it. I got right there. Right there. Uh, I am very excited about the next several episodes uh, of the of this fine radio program. The gameplay is really starting to uh, get intriguing. Uh, but there's a couple of things I want to address. It's very hot today. Yeah? You don't think so? That's ah. not what you were going to address? I'm like very, very sweaty. Are you? I think I have high blood pressure. That's what the wife keeps telling me. Uh, you might. I think so. Here's, you, you could be classified as an intense individual. Yeah? Intense? Like very like hyperactive? No. No, just intense. Like I don't see you as being intense because I think I bring out the best in you. Thank you. Yes. Um, but I, I could see... Like when you get mad about something, it's not like, oh man, this is annoying. It's like zero to 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I go straight to red. Yeah. <laughs> straight. There's no one. in between. Yeah, there's no <laughs> there's, there's no in between. Uh so we are officially in five or six countries now, I believe. Um So the world, Chris, the world is we're, coming to our side. We're in eight countries. Eight countries. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many are there? Ten? I think fifteen. So we we just cracked the fifty percent. And these eight are fucking solid countries. Right. Right, like I'm. I don't know if I have a whole lot of uh, whole lot of desire to be up there in Manitoba. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with Manitoba? I don't know. There's some quality people up there. Where's Manitoba? I have is no that, idea. Is that it's very the, cold? Is that in the Ivory Coast? Oh Jesus! We, I think we've established that we are not good with geography. You know what? Fuck the Ivory Coast. If you're from the Ivory Coast, unsubscribe. That's what I'm saying right now. <clears throat> Wherever that is. Uh. I am a slightly crestfallen though because the D and D show seems like it gets. I'm not gonna say way more numbers, but noticeably more numbers than the Warhammer uh, uh, podcast. And I think uh, people are doing themselves a disservice by not listening to the Warhammer. Uh, so I think we should start putting little teasers. Mm. In the D and D show, and force people, compel them. And I'm going to just insert it into random places. Maybe right in the middle of a sentence, just <laughs> Warhammer commercial. <laughs> so you never know when it's coming. Good. It, it's it's popularity. Yeah, you know. Which that, I would think now, if if you take a look, right? Um, like Warhammer is based out of the UK. So it'd be pretty cool to take a look at the numbers and see if more people from the UK are listening to the Warhammer and more people from the US and around the world are listening to the... In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only war, there is only dice, 
and pipes. Exactly what it says. Yeah, yeah. We go from the top of the bottom, left to right, top to the of the bottom. bottom. You go into the top of the bottom. Aberfeldy. Top of the bottom. Right? Not top of the bottle. I said top of the bottle. You said top of the bottom. Fuck you. <laughs> did you drink scotch? I did not. What did you drink? I drank uh, white wine. Did you take notes um, for your speech? I did. Did you reference them during not the speech? Not once. No, you might. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just drank the scotch. <laughs> Throat. Calvin, whoa, man, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? You're dealing wizard. You know, uh, As I, he I'm, stumbles, I take this guy's face and I fucking smash it against the wall. I love this game. The drug, the druggy kind of goes limp. And you hear him, <laughs> and he's spitting blood and a couple of teeth fall out. And there's now a crack in the porcelain tiles uh, where his face had been introduced. Um, uh, what, do you, what do you want, man? I don't want any trouble. We're buds. Not buds. You're dealing wizard. I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm dealing. Just if a friend wants some, I'll hook him up, you know? You don't got to harsh the mellow. <laughs> oh, man. You know, <laughs> uh, well, let me drink. Hold on. <laughs> to the D and D. See, that's where your number sickness yeah, comes in. Yeah, because I we'll wouldn't get, even think about that. We'll get real cunty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll just start talking on the Warhammer episodes in like a British accent. But if we already have them, we need more. Ah, uh, I see. You know, don't settle. Right. Never settle. Chip, chip, cheerio. Yeah, we just broke 50% of the country. Countries, right? right? Eight out of yeah, 15. Yeah. So keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strive for excellence. Uh, maximum effort. That's what I say. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so having said all that, uh, the D&D the campaign, I think, is getting very good. In the next several episodes, uh, not a whole lot of action in the gameplay, but man, is it getting good. However. What's the matter? Before we talk about the gameplay any further, I'd like to propose a toast. Have you ever seen the show Hoarders? Yes. Buried Alive? Yes. I was watching a, a marathon of it recently. I'm sorry. Why would you I, do I, that to yourself? I love that show. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um on TLC, which is like a network for freak shows. Yes. Uh, it's where they have all the the dwarfs uh, marrying each other and having human-sized babies. It's a fucking weird channel, this TLC. Genetically, that's... I didn't realize like when you start carrying down chromosomes, you can go from two... What do we call them? Little people now? Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is dwarfs acceptable? I mean, if it's okay for... That's what they call them on the show. If it's good enough for... TLC? J.R.R. Rowling or whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, that is Tolkien. True. Yeah. J.R.R. Rowling. <laughs> You'll be rolling your dice. <laughs> do you have dice? Yes, I do. I have Glenn oh, the Dragon good. is yes. providing me with my magical dice. He's going to fail you today. Yes. That's a Off to a bad start. 
So you're watching Hoarders. Let me ask you, what, what's your favorite part about that show? Is it like the misery that these people put themselves in, or is it the like the attempt to help these people through their family and bringing in like psychologists? Or you know, are you just a savage where you just love to see how fucking horrible yeah. the living conditions are? Yeah. Uh, but every episode is the same. They they have the concerned family members. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show images and video of this fucking abysmal place that these people live. And then they have the, the professionals come in, and then we get into arguments over throwing stuff away until they're temporarily cured. Right. And every episode is exactly the same, just different garbage, different people. The part that bugs me, how many people who are hoarders and live in just filth and, and wallow? Squalid? Squalid. Conditions? Yeah. Uh, they all suffer from a little disease known as fibromyalgia. I'm sorry? Fibromyalgia. Explain that. Fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. What is that? So these... I'm not a doctor. Uh, these assholes are all living in filth, and their excuse for not cleaning their house is they suffer from fibromyalgia. Here is a list of symptoms for fibromyalgia. Constipation. Nausea. I had that yesterday. Excessive amounts of gas. I have that every day. Over the entire body, fatigue, and feeling tired. Muscle soreness, sensitivity to cold, mood swings. I'm sorry, sensitivity to cold. Yes. Aren't we all sensitive to the elements, especially cold? Mood swings. No, I'm sorry. Continue. Difficulty falling asleep, forgetfulness, lack of concentration, headaches. I'm sorry. Can, can I just point something out as you're going along with this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one of the main drugs, and, and we talked about this in another show, right? Like side effects from drugs. One of the main drugs to combat fibromyalgia is Lyrica. Okay. Now okay. you said, wh- what was the, uh, the issue with fibromyalgia as far as like your concentration levels? Uh, just forgetfulness. That's funny because one of the side effects of Lyrica, which is supposed to cure fibromyalgia, forgetfulness, difficulty concentrating. Mm. Here's the thing, mm-hmm. and here's my issue with fibromyalgia. It's a medical term. It's a medical symp- uh, 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 a medical illness, I suppose, is the best way to put it. <clears throat> of these symptoms, which ones can you prove? Oh, of course, all of them, which is why you need to be prescribed a drug through the pharmaceutical companies. This sounds like fat, lazy people to me. That's what that sounds like. What if, what if the Dyson Pipe Show is a cure for those with fibromyalgia? You know, some days when it's a rough night at work and we do a lot of physical activity and I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, man, I'm sore. Uh, maybe it's because I exerted myself slightly the day before. Yes. Or maybe it's I have fibromyalgia. I'm going with the latter. What about the days when you drink heavily? And you wake up the next day and you're... I have fibromyalgia for like three days. You're very constipated. I used to never get fibromyalgia. Got a little older and I would get yeah. fibromyalgia for maybe half a day. Now, fibromyalgia for three days. All the time. It's a frequent 
side effect of drinking for me. Right. Fibromyalgia. I was supposed to return my daughter's library book today, and I forgot. It, fibromyalgia. fibromyalgia. Yep. We're on to something. I, there's got to be a correlation between fucking lazy animals mm-hmm. and fibromyalgia. I, I So you have hypochondriacs, right? People who blow everything out of proportion, right? And then you have fibromyalgia. And I always thought the two of them were just these like diagnoses that doctors give people when they're like, fucking hell if I know, right. you've got fibromyalgia. Exactly. Or like people who show up to the doctor's office and they just complain because there are a lot of those people out there. And I'm sure some people who are going to listen to the show, they're just unfortunately that type of person, where they just fucking complain about every little ache and pain that they are feeling in their body. And they go, uh, doctor, I have this pain that shoots from my hip to my foot and up to my head. Yeah, sorry. There's nothing wrong with you. No, but there is. I need test after test after test. Nope. Sorry, sweetheart. Fibromyalgia. Yeah. No cure. I... There is a cure, actually. Yeah, it's, it's called, called go to work. It's called trap yourself in your garage and run your car. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> the dice of pipes cure all. Come one, come all. What's wrong with you, madam? I have fibromyalgia. We got just a ticket for you. Come into this tightly sealed room with a Buick. Ah, yes. What about you, sir? What ails ya? I'm still sad. No problem. Come over here and enter this chamber of nine millimeters. Dyson Pipes Hospital, open for business. <laughs> oh, sh- what the fuck? Oh, no. Hold on. We have a crisis. Come on. Are you fucking kidding me? Barry! We're going to get Barry in here to fix this post-haste. Uh... Right now, we're, we have a crisis. Uh, Chris's pipe stand has malfunctioned. What the fuck? Barry! Dude, I usually sing his praises, but he's like, he's, oh, this motherfucker. What do you know? The producer is not around when we need him most. What are we supposed to do? Stop recording? Apparently, that's what he wants. I think he did this shit on purpose. You know, I'd be okay if he was out on a fucking liquor run. Nope. I, I, I got it. I got it. Oh, look, look. Here he comes. Look at his dumpy pants. Here he comes. No, we, we already... <sighs> God. Uh, look. Why? Fix this! <laughs> <laughs> Just threw it. <laughs> and it bounced off his face. Why can't you just be better? God. Clyde is our favorite. You're just a... Broken. Just How did fuck. it break? It just, it just, dude, it just disintegrated on the table. It, it, it literally. I, I wasn't even touching it. I didn't even have my pipe in it. It just <laughs> fell apart. Just fell apart. Mass hysteria. I mean, it, it, it doesn't help that on smokingpipes.com. I think I paid like ninety nine cents for that. So I mean, really, I'm complaining. That's why I got this nice hefty block. Oh, I see what happened. Oh, dude, I got to do that. Maybe I'll whittle that. This was a dollar ninety nine. See now, if you had fibromyalgia, you can go. Get yourself a little carving set, little little I don't I know, little fingers. stump in the tree. There's, oh wait, there's symptoms in the hands. Oh oh, what are the hand symptoms? Now I have nothing, no pipe stand. Tingling, 
How am I supposed to whittle wood when I'm when I get tingly fingers? With my with my fucking fibromyalgia hands. Hmm. I remember when I was like sixteen to eighteen with the ladies, I used to get a little tingly. <laughs> yeah. I guess I had fibromyalgia. In your wiener. In my pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fucking fibromyalgia. Well, you have anything? Uh, what, do you believe it's real? <sighs> it exists in those people's head. But yeah, it's not real. It, it's almost the same, not to like rail, but it, it, it's almost in the same vein of how um, like now every kid has ADD or ADHD, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is bullshit. It's just kids are full of energy and kids don't do shit anymore. They don't go out and play with their fucking friends. They're stuck behind the TV watching, you know, playing video games and stuff like that. Nope. Nobody goes down and, and fucking runs in the schoolyard anymore. You right. Know? Everybody's they, just fucking stagnant. And it, you have all this built up energy. So everybody's got ADHD. Yeah. When my daughter was six or seven in first grade, uh, they were trying to get her to take ADHD medication mm-hmm. uh, because she was having a hard time concentrating in class. And as it turns out, she doesn't have ADHD. She had uh, to have her tonsils removed. They were overgrown, giving her sleep apnea, which meant she wasn't sleeping, which meant she was fucking wacky in the morning. Right. We removed her tonsils, and lo and behold, cured. So they were about to dump Adderall. Right. That was the go-to. Yeah. So let's not find out what the real problem is, what the root of the problem. And now you want to get to the root of the problem with people with fibromyalgia. Dude, see a fucking therapist. That's what they need. They need therapy. And could it be a more obnoxious word? You know what, though? Surprisingly enough, it rolls right off the tongue. Fibromyalgia. Let's play a game. Yes. Yes, yes. Do you think you can spell fibromyalgia? F-I-B-R-O-M-Y-A-L-G-I-A. Fibromyalgia. Are you cheating? No. No. I have Lyrica on my phone. How did you fucking spell that? I, I took four years of Latin. All right. Give me a word. Melancholy. M-E-L-O-N-C-O-L-Y. Melancholy. Can you use it in a sentence? I'm feeling melancholy, being that you couldn't spell melancholy. Can you define it? Feeling sad. Oh, so then my sentence is inaccurate. Feeling sad for no reason or purpose. Okay. Now I can spell it. Okay, good. Because you use it in a sentence and you defined it. Yes, yes. Oh, do, you, do you want the country of origin? Oh, yes. Thank I, I have no idea. China? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Chinese. <laughs> so you know there's going to be an X. Okay, melancholy. Yes. <clears throat> oh, boy. M-E-L-O-N-C-O-L-Y. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nailed it. <laughs> you got it. Melancholy. Good. Now we can move on. So, to fibromyalgia. Yes, yes. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. That's hello in... No, that's cheers in, in Italiano. Yeah, but it's hello in, uh, I think, Aborigine, I forgot. No, that was allo. 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 I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. So we're going to go to this clock tower. Correct. All right. Uh, so it is uh, a very bustling, hustle and bustle uh 
And by the way, I make sure that when I leave my apartment, that Maximo is not following me. No, he doesn't follow me. Oh, okay. Um, uh, lots of hustle and bustle. Lots of uh, pause. Something we haven't brought up yet. Uh, your dog. Oh, shit. Staying in the apartment. House pet. Or is he your buddy? I would say, being that I haven't mentioned him at all, maybe he stayed back in Northridge. Okay. So he's with... Whitmore, maybe? Yeah, he's with Whitmore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that just popped into my head. No, it's actually good because, I mean, at some point he should have been... If I brought him back, he should have been introduced to my family. Yeah. But we'll just say that we left him. I'll pick him up again when we uh, when we head back. Your travel companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, uh, a bustling uh, commercial district. Lots of you know shopkeepers standing out trying to s- scream about their wares that they're selling, hawking all their shit. Uh, people shopping, very noisy. And in the center of this kind of diamond-shaped district is this gigantic uh, clock tower. Very, okay. very fancy looking, uh, and it really is like the centerpiece of this shopping area. Uh, the clock tower itself has one door on each face of it uh, on street level to get in, uh, but it's like closed gates. It doesn't look like it's meant to be entered. It's more like if you're going to do maintenance on the inside of the clock, you can unlock this thing and walk in uh, and, and, and fix the clock tower. Okay, so I'm going to hang out. I'm going to make my way amongst like the tents in this, uh, in this area. You know, the different cellars, whatever. You're wearing regular clothes, correct? I have regular clothes, okay. but I do have my credentials as the justice here okay. in my pocket. And a couple of things. Number one, I'm going to keep a watchful eye out of any maybe, like you had mentioned, if like a, uh, some sort of maintenance worker comes by. Um, keep an eye out for them. Um, I'm also going to try to observe if there's anybody in the immediate surrounding area of this tower that looks like they're trying to disguise themselves as part of the crowd but might be watching the tower. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You don't see that, uh, but I'm not going to make you roll for it. There are Thunder Force soldiers uh, just generally walking around. Right. Again, nothing like in Northridge. It's not like they're watching people. They're more... Just, just cops on like a beat. Right. Okay. Uh, so they're there to speak to. Um, and you don't really notice any maintenance workers of any description. You also, uh, I would say, don't notice anyone in disguise watching the, the clock tower. Okay. I might, as, again, I continue to watch, I might stop by a couple of these uh, these tents. I'll pick up some, like, toys for the kids or okay, jewelry for the wife. You know, shit like that. So while you're shopping at the little kids' area, uh, a couple of little rascals are running around playing. Uh, one of them throws a ball, it lands in between your feet, and the kid, while he's trying to catch it, like crashes into you a little bit uh, and looks up at you. I'm Sorry. Takes off running. <laughs> I check my pockets. Give me a... Fuck you. In, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, your credentials are gone. Come on, stop it. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, I'm chasing after this kid. All right. So now we're chasing this kid. Uh, he's a he's a little little kid, a uh, human, not a dwarf. Uh, blonde hair, kind of not dirty clothes, but he looks like um, like barely middle class. Give me decks to keep up with this kid. Like kind of jumping through the crowd. Twelve. Okay. 
you round a corner chasing after this kid, and you see him trying to dive into like a stormage, uh, a, a, a stormage uh, drain, uh, a storm gate, kind of a thing. Do I have enough time to like grab his yeah, ankle? Yeah, yeah, you grab his leg. All right, so I grab his in. leg and yank his. And ankle. he's like kicking and screaming and whatever else, and you pull him out, and uh, he still has the documents uh, in his in his hand. How old does he look? Sub fifteen. Maybe 14, 13. Oh, so he's like a young little kid. Yeah. All right, so I kind of, as I'm holding his ankle and he's like floundering around, I just take my one foot, whatever's closer to whatever arm he's holding this paperwork in, and just kind of step on his bicep to pin his arm down. All right, he starts screaming, and uh, that draws the attention of a couple of Thunder Force soldiers. Yeah, that's fine. I, I reach down as he's screaming and grab my credentials from his hand. All right. Uh, do you let him go, or are you just going to kind of hold him down? No, I'm going to let him go, because I'm afraid what these Thunder Force might end up doing to him. Mm-hmm. Hey, what are you doing? These Thunder Force very aggressively walking towards you. Okay, that's fine. Um, and you let the kid go? Yeah, yeah, I'll so let him go. As you let the kid go, he kind of worms his way into the sewer, and okay. he's, he's away. Curious about that. Um, and what, the Thunder Force are? Yeah, they're aggressively approaching you. All right. So I, uh, I, I glance down at the credentials that obviously I just took from this kid. I make sure that they are my credentials. They are. Yeah, everything's in order. All right. So I, I show them to the uh, Thunder Force. And they stop on their heels. Like, oh, uh, <coughs> sorry, sir. Uh, sorry. Uh, what, what was that all about? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Little. Did, did that urchin hurt you? Uh, kids being kids. Okay. Uh, do you need us for anything? No, no, no. As you were. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank and you. they give you a little salute, and off they go. Okay. This now gives me an idea. I'll try. That. I want to try to gain access to the sewer. Not through a sewer drain. There's a way under. I want to see if the sewer leads under the clock tower. Hmm. Okay. Give me... Well, where okay, where where are we gonna look? Well, where did this kid run? Did he run in like an alleyway? Like, is it pretty private where we are, or is this kind of like out and open in the market? In the middle somewhere, I would say it's not exactly an alley, but there's not a ton of people around. All right, but there's enough people that if a grown man was to try to climb into the sewer, people would recognize that I'm climbing into the sewer. They would, but you know, they that kid was not shy about climbing into the sewer, so they may not necessarily even give it right. too much of a... Is the sewer opening large enough for me to get into? And and when I say large enough, I mean obviously large enough. I'm not right. going to try to squeeze and get stuck. Yes. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to make my way... Uh, I'm going to drop into the sewer. All right. And then based on however the route was that I got in here, I'm going to try to work my way back, if at all possible, to see if I can find my way to the clock tower. Give me a survival check. 18. Poof. Oh, yeah. You, using the the sun before <laughs> you went in and calibrating the, uh, the yes, beams yes. going in, refracting off of the bubbles of the scum of the water, you're able to discern how to get back towards the center of this uh, of this this shopping district and sure enough there is indeed a ladder that leads up to what you are 
Would you get an 18? 18. You're about 90% sure should lead you to the inside of this clock tower. Okay. I'm going to make my way up that ladder. So you uh, get into the clock tower, and it's pretty much empty. You can see a ladder that continues going up into the clock tower where the actual clock face is uh, in order to repair it. Uh, But there's also a box hanging on the wall with like a small, like Debrin version of a padlock uh, locking up this small, like cupboard-sized box hanging on the wall. So I'm in the top of the tower. I would say you're in the ground floor of it, and there's a ladder that continues up that just goes to a platform to repair right, the faces of the clock. Okay, I understand. But then on that first level, there's a box that's locked. Yep, mounted to the wall. What would be in that box? I'm going to fuck around with the padlock. Okay. Well, the lock. I'm sure it's not a padlock. They right. have master locks. It looks like it requires a key to open, uh, but it looks like a simple lock. Nothing really crazy. Right. And it is uh, a little rusty. Does it look like if I pick a rock up from the ground and smash it, I might be able to crack it open? Maybe, yeah. All right, so I'll look for a rock that's laying around. All right, uh, give me a strength check. Nope. Four. I would say you do it. Oh, really? Yeah. My bad. See what happens when you assume? (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah, it it breaks open and kind of breaks off into little pieces um, and the box swings open and inside is a series of keys and one of them has a little uh, piece of plank on it and it says uh, bathroom oh it's like I'm in high school (laughs) oh you need the bathroom key Uh, it says mine get out of here I'm going to take all these keys you're going to take all of them well is it like very cumbersome I, I mean, is it? Do the keys are they like ex- explicitly for the clock? Like they're like different areas within the clock tower? Maybe. It, okay. no, the only one that's labeled is the one that says mine. And there's one key on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna grab that. Okay. Now, obviously, when I came into the clock tower, I came from underneath of it. Mm-hmm. Did I observe any like locked doors on the way? You, I mean, there's a whole bunch of places you can go. There's an entire sewer system underneath this district. You just happen to find your way back to the clock tower. Right, 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 which is what my intent was. All right, I'm just going to work my way up to the top of the mine first. I meant the top of the clock tower. Okay. My bad. Uh, Nothing really of note. Uh, You're inside the top level of the clock tower, and you can see that the glass of the face of the clock tower is almost translucent. You you can't see images looking through the glass of the clock face, but you can tell where the outlines of the buildings are. All right, but not clear enough that I can make out distinctively what everything is on the outside. No. I can just see, um, like, outlines of buildings, not what? necessarily, like, people or... You can climb up to the peak uh, and maybe find a way to get to the roof of the peak of this clock tower to look out over everything. Right. But that would require you to use some plus two daggers to cut a hole (laughs) in the uh, No, and I'll I'll pet. I have you know, Harrison's interest is finding the mine. I'm going to work my way back down. Okay. Back into There's apparently a key. There's a door that's securing this mine. So and Harrison is hopeful that it has something to do with this sewer system, so he's going to work his way back down into the level of the sewers that led him to the clock tower and then start investigating. 
All right, so we're going to start digging through these sewers. Yeah, yeah. So looking around, uh, you have the path that you came in. So climbing off the ladder, let's imagine that this ladder is up against the wall of the sewer. To your right, if you were to turn right, is the tunnel that brought you here. Mm -hmm. So you have two options. You can either, if you to do an about face and turn completely around from the ladder, there's one tunnel going that way. Uh, or if you're facing the ladder and looking to the left, there's a tunnel that goes off that direction. Which is the way that I came from. No, the one that you came from would be to your right. While looking at the ladder. Yes. Okay. All right. I am going to head down the, the tunnel that's directly opposite the ladder. Okay. Uh, so this tunnel is, uh, again, muck covered, just like the rest of this sewer system. And it starts bending to the left. And it does a sharp bend and ends up intersecting with the tunnel that was to the right of the ladder. While looking at the ladder. Yes. Uh, but it also continues to go straight. So at this intersection, we can either go left to the ladder or right towards the way we came in, or straight. So this tunnel, looking at the ladder, when you, you did the about face, turned around, this tunnel bended to the left mm -hmm. and hooked around and intersected with the tunnel that originally brought you to this ladder. Correct. So now I can make a right, go straight, or go left back to the original. Yes. I got you. All right, then we'll stay. We'll go straight. You want you. Some animals in here, too. Yeah, yeah. No, this is good. Nature. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you want to go straight. Yeah, we'll go straight. All right, so as you go straight, this tunnel eventually bends to the right and ends up dropping off into a very far waterfall. Like a 200-meter waterfall? I mean, it's anyone's guess. You never know. Nobody's down there trying to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there was like a, like a sewage drain drop-off down in this area. Um, it, like the, the, the sewage, obviously it's in water, right? It, it's yeah. like flowing right. at a consistent level, not like rapids, but right. it's, it's like, like ankle deep. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll backtrack for now. I'll, I'll know. All right. So now we can go left from the ladder. So I'll make my way back there to okay. the ladder and now head left. So we're going down this, this new hallway, uh, tunnel and this tunnel eventually comes to a T shape. And we can either go left or right. I'll take a left. All right. Uh, as you go left down this tunnel, it ends with a set of stairs going up. Not far. Uh, with a door at the end of the stairs. So there's a door that I could see through and there's a ladder in there. No. This just this hallway goes stairs going up. Oh, I'm sorry. Stairs going up and then at least to this door. A door. Rather. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I take the stairs up. I'll, I'll go to the door. I'll see if I can I open the door. The door is locked. Probably one of the keys. I'm going to use a key on the door. Uh, you took all the keys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the mine key? Are we going to start with uh, the mine I'm, key? I'm going to start with the mine it key. It is not the mine key. Okay, so I put that in my pocket. Okay. So I would say you have eight keys remaining. Uh, oh. Are we going to use all of them? Yeah, I'm going to go through and see if any of these unlock this no. door. None of them unlock the no. door. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to turn around, and then when I came to that original T, I'm going to go right now. Okay. Uh, this ends in what looks like a, a self-powered crankshaft elevator going down. So you, it looks like you step into this little 
iron box and you start cranking it under the under your own strength to raise and lower this elevator. Uh, I'm going to go in there and then work my way down. All right. As you crank uh, uh, this thing and it starts going down, it starts getting darker. Uh, I will imagine you don't have any torches on I anything. have no torches on me. Okay. It's going to be very dark down here. Yes. So it's very dark at the bottom. And windy. That's all you, that's all you hear. <laughs> uh, okay. So just for the sake of this, you can only see a couple of feet in front of your face. Yeah. How easy is it to get back in the elevator and go up? I mean, just as easy as it was coming down, except uh, now you're adding your weight to the lift going right, up. Right. So we're going to have to do a strength check. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going back up. Okay. It's too dark for me. Give me a strength check. 16. Okay, yeah. A little struggle, but you get up there. All right. Break a little sweat on your brow, perhaps. All right. Yeah, I need to be uh, better equipped to go down here. We'll revisit this. Okay. So now, when we're, I, we're in a shopping district. You just want to go buy a torch now and just go right back. You know, I'm thinking about that, but because I have some time to kill. What is this, like afternoon? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there's still one area that I didn't explore. No? Like looking at the ladder to the right? Or well, that just leads to that other path? Yeah, that doubles back. All right, so that so. just connects. All right. I don't know why it drew like a little tip. So that goes like that. Yeah, I think I'll pop out of the sewer. And uh, we're going to... I'm going to buy some supplies. Okay. Let's see if I can find myself. So now I have a bag full of children's toys, jewelry for the wifey, and now I need to buy some torches. I would surmise, depending on what you're buying, it would not require money. Well, I'm going to get torches and some rope. Yeah, I would say, like, toys and jewelry, they're probably charging you at a discount. Right. But, like, dungeoneering equipment, they're probably just giving to you. Okay. If you show them your credentials. Right, right, right. Which I would. So we have uh, torches, rope. Yes. All right. I have to pee. Let's pee. What's wrong with me? Roll the pee. Weak, weak bladder. Hold on. Let me roll. Oh, see? 18. Okay. We peed. Thank God. Uh, now I know where the waterfall was coming from. <laughs> Don't go chasing waterfalls. No. Stick to the seven-digit numbers you're used to. Seven-digit? Oh, no. That's Weird Al. Don't go making phony calls. Please stick to the seven-digit numbers you're used to. (laughs) Brian must sing. Of course. Every episode. Uh, So we have torches. We have rope. We have toys. We have jewelry. Uh, Go into the elevator. Okay. Going yeah, yeah. back to the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, right. I'll light up a little torch. All right. Uh, we're going back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll work my way back down that little crank elevator. So this is far less uh, sewer-y and more tunnel-y. Okay. Um, there's only one way to go at the bottom. It's kind of like an opening, and then it narrows into a, a walkway. And we are going to travel down that for a while, uh, you can tell it's slowly grading down. And at the end is a door. Wooden door. Locked? Yes. Alright, so I take the uh, mine key out. Mm-hmm. And I see if that opens up the door. And it does. 
Okay. This uh, door opens up into a large chamber of what looks like used to be an old mine of some description. Uh, we're not sure what it, the mine was for. It obviously has not been used in a long time. Right. Um, it's a circular shape. I would say it's probably about 200 to 300 feet to the next wall. It's about 300 feet up and dome-shaped. So it seems like there was probably scaffoldings at some point, and they were mining away, and they were kind of cutting away at the earth until they ran out of stuff or whatever, and they just stopped. Right. You can see remains of the scaffolding. A lot of it has rusted and, and broken away. Uh, it looks like this is probably sealed off just because they don't want people getting hurt or trapped in here. So there's no other... So this door unlocks, it leads into this room, and there's no other way in or out of this? No. Just this one door. Do I... What the hell was that? Man down. What the hell was that? It's funny because you mentioned you mentioned scaffolding. It sounded like scaffolding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering. There's a. Uh, I don't know if you see. There's like a landscaper truck. Oh. You think it was him? Yeah, it was probably low or raising the dump truck part. Yeah. Okay. I thought we were at war. <laughs> so we're in this room, taking a look around. There's nothing. Um, there's no other doors, entry points in this room. Do I notice any of the tracks? That were on the uh, the floor, similar to the cave in Hexley. No. Okay. No carvings on the well. Obviously not, right? Because they're. Give me an investigation. Nine. You do notice uh, there is something of like an alcove or a cutaway, probably about a seventy-five to one hundred feet up along the wall. There seems to be an intentional something or other cut away, almost in a perfect rectangular shape. Now, there's there's divots and, and breakaways all over the, the surface of this room, uh, but this one looks very deliberate. It's a very 90-degree angle rectangle cut away. So everything else looks like it was like mined. Right. And this looks like somebody carved uh, something out. Okay. Is there scaffolding? Nothing that's really serviceable. And how high up is this? Uh, like 50, 75 feet. Oh, my God. We are breaking out the book. What are we looking for? Something that I think I already know the answer to. It's not going to work. All right, so we're going towards the beginning of the book. Back to the front. Back to the future. Oh, but it's metallic. We're looking at races. Classes. 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 We're going to jump up there. That's what I said. I wasn't sure. Obviously, wasn't sure. So this is 50 to 75 feet up in the air. Mm -hmm. You said there is scaffolding around, but nothing in that area that's high enough to get me to that point. Correct. It's all kind of broken down and, and almost like rubble. Okay. Do I see anything in that area that I could potentially affix a rope to? It's pretty uh, jagged throughout the entire room. So I'm sure there's probably a way that you could, if you could get up there somehow, affix a rope. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the rope that I have. 
that I recently acquired. I'm going to tie a knot into it large enough to go around whatever it is that I feel like it can go around mm -hmm. to anchor. And then at the risk of becoming nauseous, <laughs> I'm going to use my mage hands to grab the rope, carry it up to this point, and secure the rope um, on whatever jagged rocks I see. So... I would say with your practice, you've been very proficient with the mage hands. I'm not going to make you roll for that. That seems simple enough that you would be able to handle that. But you're going to have to give me a constitution saving throw. Man, I cannot win on this. 12. 19. Oof. So you definitely get nauseous. Uh, but it's kind of one of those things where you just kind of stop for a second when you know you're going to puke. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And after a moment or so, the urge passes. Oh. All right, good. So I'm not retching in this fucking no. hole. Nope. You saved yourself. So your rope is affixed. I'm sorry, Harris. It was lighting his pipe. <laughs> kind of quell the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the rope is affixed. Yes. He's going to uh, now attempt to climb up the rope to get to this area. Give me a strength check. Oh, God. Don't fall. Eight. I would say that you're not strong enough to climb all the way up, but you're strong enough where you climb high enough to where you can see that this alcove is not deep and there's a box sitting on almost like on a shelf on the inside before you slide back down the rope. Okay. Did it look like it was affixed to the floor or was just sitting on no, there? No, like, like a, almost like a keepsake like a box. box. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's going to, again, use mage hands. Yeah, so he's going to try okay. to use these mage hands again to go up into that area and just kind of sweep the ground and pull anything. Because obviously he can't see in there, right? So he's just going to make this like kind of unsupervised sweep of the floor and just drag out. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll for that, uh, but you're going to give me a constitution saving throw. Come on, baby. Why did I roll the orange die? A nine. And as you see the box coming down, the just the gut feeling you get looking at your gloves, you oh. just start dry heaving, and you fall down to your knees, and you start throwing up. And now there's no way to come bring you water. You just got to deal with this. Oh. And you spend one minute puking your guts up, kind of catching your breath. You're sweaty. Uh, I think it was all that good roast boar. <laughs> If fillings were a thing in the <laughs> Debrin, these bitches probably would be popping out. But you have this box. All right, so I... Yeah, Harrison will... Harrison takes the, the time he recovers. And uh, is the box destroyed from hitting the ground? It's like, a little banked up, but nothing. It's not. it didn't like explode into pieces or anything okay. like that. Is it metal or wood? Like what's It, made it looks like it's like rotted metal. Kind of rusty. Does it have a lock on it or just like a latch? If it did, it doesn't anymore. Okay. All right. He'll uh, cautiously um, open the box. Inside is a single parchment with a string tied around it. Very old looking parchment. Harrison takes it from the box. Roll initiative. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got, got so nervous. <laughs> We're taking notes. What are we taking notes about? 
can't tell you. This is Harrison's journal. Oh, about how many times I fuck with you? Yes. <laughs> no, actually, more about how many times I fail constitution rules. Ah, you're keeping track of that. This guy's horrible with his constitution rules. All right. So um, you will gently remove the, the string from this parchment. So uh, we're going to unroll the uh, the parchment. I assume. Okay. Uh, it's very delicate, this paper. Uh, some of it actually crumbles away in your fingers. It's kind of burnt, kind of moldy, really, really jacked up. But you can make out some of what's written on it. So the first word is dead. They're all dead. The blasphemers and worms are all dead. The Great One made sure of it. He showed me the way. Years I spent preparing the blast. Years I spent following God's instruction to the last detail. Now I begin rebuilding. In his image. That young elf girl took me as her husband. I'm sure my family is dead. Too bad, but for the best. They were pious and good God-fearing. They're in a better place the great beyond I'd like to join them but the elder one has more work for me that's all it says while you're reading it you realize while you're looking at your gauntlets that you no longer feel sick hmm. do me a favor give me a perception roll five the ringing in your ears comes back but then it goes away Harrison just kind of takes a moment in the cave. Does he know were elves prevalent in Northridge or no? You've never heard the word elves before. You're not even sure what that means. Okay. So he's unfamiliar with the term elf as a race. Okay. I would say, thinking about the context of the way it's written and how old that is, a fair assumption for Harrison might be like that might be a slang word for some status of person right. from back however old this parchment is. Right, wouldn't correlate that to being a particular race of people. Probably not. But I would agree that that word sticks out to Harrison. Right. Glaringly. All right. And it's safe to say Harrison feels there's nothing else of merit in this room. So he's going to He's going to work his way back to the elevator. Okay. Right? There was nothing else in that box. It was only this parchment. Yep, that's okay. it. Okay. All right. So he's going to work his way back to the elevator and attempt to crank his ass back up. We're bringing the parchment with us? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would say that you, you've gotten used to how this elevator works. I'm not going to make you roll for that. You get to the top. Uh, we're back in the sewer. We're leaving the sewer? No, I'm going to work my way back to um, that waterfall. Okay. And Harrison looks around. He's going to see if there's anything that he could tie the... Uh, well, uh, maybe I should have been clear. So with his mage hands, he takes the rope down after he pulls the... Uh, You're going to use your mage hands. Yeah, but you say I don't get nauseous anymore, right? right. So yeah. before he leaves... I just he, want to make sure you were clear on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not so, going to get sick. Right. So I just want to... I'm going to take that rope okay. basically with me. Um, and then he goes to the waterfall... And he looks around if there's anything that he could tie the rope to. He wants to... He's thinking about maybe, like, going down into uh, 
the waterfall. Yeah, I would say there's like uh, maybe like an old pipe hanging out somewhere that you okay. could affix this rope to. All right, he'll grab like a loose rock or stone, and he just kind of throws it, gives it the old heave-ho to get a general idea as to how long that drop is. It is not 200 meters. <laughs> I've been really struggling. Good, good. I'd say it's about 20 feet. Oh, okay, okay. All right, he, he's going to try to work his way down that thing. All right, give me a strength check. Oh, no. He might be falling. Oh, no. A four. Right? No, I'm sorry, a three. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it real. Uh, I would yeah, it's a three. say... Yeah, I would say he's falling. Yeah, he's wow, 20 feet. Tumble. Fucking uh, roll a d4 damage. And I would say you probably make it a few feet. You know, So we're looking at 10, 15 feet of falling. Yeah, and I would I would chalk it up to the rope is wet from the waterfall. Yeah. And, and you're a pussy. And he takes three damage. Oof. Wow. Ouch. At least when he looks at his gloves, he's not throwing up, though. He's got that going for him. Yeah, that's what it is. The rope was covered in his vomit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nasty. Um, all right, so I'm down to seven. Please. I would say... Uh, I would say uh, you also have a twisted ankle. Uh, half your movement speed if, if combat were to come up. Okay. Okay. And boy, are you going to be upset. Give me a... Initiative? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Oh no. A two. Okay, so you, you are aware that you're in a sewer. <laughs> Just in case Go ahead. anyone out there listening was confused as to Go where ahead. Harrison was. No, we, it's a sewer. He oh yeah, look at this. Look, yep. it's sewage. Smells like shit. Yep. It's not a waterfall of fresh, clean spring water. Right, right, right. No no no. This is urine and shit. Just pouring down now. I'm sure I fell, I twisted my ankle, and now shit and water <laughs> pouring is just cascading yeah. all over my body. Good. Just like Andy Dufresne. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is great. I'm going to bring these dice to, like, the church. <laughs> so absurd. All right. So, um, yeah, I take three points of damage. I have a twisted up ankle, and I kind of... I'm cursing myself, and I, I just kind of look up and think, you know what? Can my luck be any worse? Is my rope at least still affixed to the yeah. rock that I tied it yeah. off to? Okay, and obviously the rope was long enough to, to make it all the way down to the bottom of this. So um, I gather myself. I, I get back up to my feet, limping. But I look around. I light my torch, and uh, just want to take a peek at what's in this, this new area that I'm in. Well, luckily... Uh, there's not much to look at. It's a cesspool. Excellent. <laughs> uh, it is slightly deeper than the rest of it. It's probably about waist deep. Oh, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> when I fell, my head was completely immersed in the shit. Probably. Oh, good, good. good. Yeah. Just for a second, though. Yeah, no, why not? Why not? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good. 
Uh, yeah, there's really nothing of... Uh, there's a couple of grates where the water continues to drain, but there's really nothing uh, noteworthy that you can see. Right, right. All right, so I'm going to try to make my way back up the... Uh, yeah, strength test. Back up the rope. Good thing I'm not using my ankle. Wow. I might as well have jumped up to the top. <clears throat> I rolled a 20. So uh, I would say that you, you climb up this thing like a champ. <laughs> 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 oh man fucking nailed it nailed that climb up it's amazing what rage brings out <laughs> in people right good very good okay wow alright I'm gonna work my way back I'm gonna get out of these little tunnels alright are we exiting via the clock tower or are we exiting via that storm drain that you originally came in um no I'm gonna go out the oh you know that's a good question No, I'm covered in shit. I'm going out the storm drain. I want the full experience. Yeah, so yeah. if anybody sees me, they're like, look at this fucking hobo. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I would say it's uh, getting getting dark at this point. Uh, maybe twilight. All right. Yeah, I'm going to head home. All right. Stopping anywhere, or are we just doing a straight shot? No, I'm going straight home. Okay. I, I got to clean, and nothing like giving your kids toys full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> really show you your kids how much you love them you know uh, as you're unlocking your door uh, your neighbor's door opens and here comes Maximo hey I'm glad you're here I got a great opportunity for us uh, you, you got him what the hell happened to you I'm curious I'm gonna take the bag covered in shit with the toys and jewelry and just kinda put it inside of the door and now I'm gonna drag my shitty ass <laughs> <laughs> into Maximo's apartment. Uh, he does that thing where he's like, hey, oh, okay, okay uh, come nope, in. I just push my way through him and right into his living room. I sit right down on whatever chair looks comfy. Uh, you all right? What, where have you been? Yeah, no, long story. Long story. Everything's good, though. Everything's good. All right. Uh, you, well, listen. Opportunity. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to come to you first. I feel a little bad. That you know things got a little weird while we were uh, in in Northridge. No, nah, things weird. No, nah, things. Were I weird. feel like things were a little weird. Listen, look, you did what you had to do, right? Right. Uh, have you been to any bars lately? You want to go out drinking? No. Uh, the Crazy Shield. It's a pretty popular bar uh, down in our district. Uh, apparently, there's some real popular author uh, offering big money for some help and uh, you know I, I struck up a conversation with him and it seems like uh, you know he, he, he wrote a lot of very popular books for the Empire he's got a little bit of cash he's looking to unload uh, we just need to help him out with a little something something uh, what kind of help is he looking for he needs help finding someone Oh, and I figured when I heard that, there's one man I know for the job. Ah, yes. Me yes. and my friend. Ah, uh, yes. And you're my friend. Close friend. Yes. Right, right. Confidant. Yeah. Right, right. So I was thinking, you know, 60, 60, 40. I get 60, you get 40. Right, right, right. No, well, I I, mean, I found the job, so I would get 60. Oh, I'm sorry. 40. You get to, well, look, why don't we do this together for once? Yeah. Yeah, we'll go together. Right. So what are we doing? Well, 
he said he'll be there uh, either tomorrow night or the night after. Uh, so we'll meet up with him and, and see what he's got for us. If you're, you know, if you're interested, I might be interested. Who's this person he's looking for? Not quite sure. Okay, what's he looking to pay? He said a lot. Yeah, how much is a lot? I don't know. I didn't get any of the details. I said, don't, you know, don't hire anybody else. Let me get my friend. Let me Six. see if he's even interested because I'm not gonna do it by myself. I'm not, you know, sixty forty. Yeah, you don't know what he's paying. No, I mean, you don't know yet. who he's looking for. Not yet. Okay. But I'm not gonna waste his time if you're not even interested. But if you know, if you want to work together on this, we can. No, I'm, I'm interested. All right, good. Yeah, we'll go tomorrow. All right. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Fucking maximum. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll clean up the the couch. Uh, I got that. Don't worry about that. Maybe go take a shower. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. And actually, on my way out the door, I take my shirt when he can't see and just kind of wring it all over his carpet. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, I go. Uh, yeah, I gotta clean up. I go into my apartment. God, I want to fucking kill that guy. Maximo. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes. And if you go on a quest with him, that might afford you an opportunity. Hey, accidents happen. You're right? practicing your knives. We know and you can't do shit with him except for <laughs> shoot him across the room. <laughs> Maybe they find their way in his throat. Wow. <laughs> Uh, now, are we talking to the wife at all, or are we just like, I can't talk right now, I'll be right back, and just like jump in the, the Debrin version of a shower and get washed up? No, I think, uh, you know, I'll have that look of like guilt and disgust. <laughs> you know, like something fucking horrible just happened, but I don't want to talk about it. But here, uh, look what I got for you and the kids. You just got to clean the shit off of it. And, uh, you know, I'll just throw it in the kitchen or whatever. And uh, yeah, I got, I'll get cleaned up. There's an ant underneath the uh, Zippo lighter fluid. Oh, see. you trapped him. He's trapped. See? Oh, did I get him? Yep, he's in there. Yeah, I think it's time for me to be nosy. I'm, I'm going to clean up, and the wall that, that separates my apartment from Maximo's, I'm just going to, like, cozy up to it. I just want to listen in on his apartment. Just see, for, like, two minutes, just see if I hear him. No. Nothing, right? Okay. That's what I figured. He's a fucking loser. <laughs> Got no <laughs> friends. <laughs> Roughly, um, land area wise, and if you don't know, no big deal. Like square miles of the capital city, how big do you think it is? Like, what would you equate it to? Like New York City? Yeah. Like Manhattan? New no, York like city. all five boroughs. Like all five boroughs? Yeah, I would say it's pretty substantial. Oh, it's fucking huge. Yeah. So here's Northridge, right? And here's the travel from Northridge to Hexley. Right, we remember oh, how big shit. that was. This whole thing is okay. The, yeah, it's like a city state. It's huge. <laughs> the dog does not like UPS. That was awesome. He was perfectly fine and content, just kind of hanging out in the grass over here. And then as soon as that UPS truck came, he fucking booked it. That was funny. Good. Um, so to find this portal is gonna be a lot more work than I thought it was gonna be. Oh, yes. Yeah. Poor Albert. I said I was going to be in the fucking mines. No, I'm not. Well, eventually, you're going to get a letter from him. Right. Hopefully. Well, and eventually, I'm going to end up going down there. You know, my, my mission is going to take me outside of the city, and right. obviously, that's going to be one of the first places that I stop, being that it's going to be him and Whitmore in, uh, in Hexley. 
Now, where is where is Fairpoint in relation to the city? Okay. All right. Uh, so I clean up. I go to sleep. Uh, before you go to sleep, are we going to practice with the gauntlets at all? This night, probably. I, I think Harrison is so stressed out <laughs> from what took place. I, I, he, he's more focused on taking care of his ankle now that he sprained it, that he's just he's going to sleep. Okay. And his wife is probably wondering, like, uh, you're coming to, why don't you take those gloves off? Nope. Going to sleep with the mom, baby. So we're not going to smarten her up to this, that you can't take them off? No. Okay. No, I'm not, get, I'm not even going to get into that yet. Unless she continuously asks me. I think I already have an excuse made. But again, I'm going to try to go to sleep again and just kind of push she off the is conversation. fairly um, hands-off. You know, she was painfully aware of what you and Maximo were up to. Right. And she never asked questions. She's like a mob wife. She okay. Just, you're doing fucking something weird. She doesn't... Okay. Whatever. She wants plausible deniability. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not filling her in. She doesn't need to know. She's on a need to know. She don't need to know. Okay. I like that. So I go to sleep. All right. Um, so I would say uh, mechanically we'll replace your hit points. We'll say we got a long rest, uh, but I'm going to have you keep your ankle for another two days. Okay. All right. So I'm walking with a little limp. Mm-hmm. Not wrong with that. I think I'm going to spend the early part of the day back at the archives doing research. And if it's just generic information that I uncover, whatever. Um, what are we researching? Again, I'm going to go through the same kind of routine. I'm going to continue to look through the books through like the old gods. Okay. And um, any information on... Um, Elves? On Fairpoint. And to Sonia, and now elves being that this is this new word that's been introduced into my vocabulary. Okay, I would say you're not going to find anything new or noteworthy about uh, Fairpoint. Um, give me a flat twenty-four to Sonia. A four. Oh, <laughs> I should just assume. Ah, a twenty. Oh shit! Damn, I know everything about Tasonia. All right, well, the first thing you learn is that you're mispronouncing it. It's Tissona. <laughs> what thought, the fuck? I thought it was Tissonia, too. <laughs> My bad, but Tissona. Thanks to, thanks to your research, uh, we... We've uncovered the yeah. correct enunciation <laughs> of the town. Uh, Tissona is uh, the oldest town in House Starfall next to the former capital of Starfall. Um Originally, let me pull up my notes. So being that it's the oldest city, uh, a lot of the buildings are small. Smaller in size, smaller overall. Uh, the architecture... Self-policing. Is this a 20? Yeah. 12. 12. Oh! Oh! That's a CX. <laughs> you know why? Because I forgot to roll oh. Glenn. Fucking Glenn. He fucked just you. Just for brevity. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to see what Glenn would have given me. Glenn would have given me a 19. Say? 
I will drink. He got mad at you for not fucking rolling his die. Okay. Uh, How do I spell architecture? <laughs> trying to write, trying to take notes here. Architecture. <laughs> uh, so the 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 construction of these buildings is is diminutive, um, as opposed to the rest of what you would consider normal. Looking through books, you see like drawings and artist representations of the city. Right. Very small buildings. Uh, so small, in fact, that most of the city a couple hundred years ago had to be retrofitted uh, to, to accommodate normal-sized uh, people. Uh, the areas where the dwarves live seems like it was less uh, retrofitted. It seems like the perfect size for them. So based on that, it's safe to assume that this was originally a dwarf city? That then humans? That's a good assumption, yeah. Okay. Now, if you want to do some overall history of Debrin... We're going to roll for that. Shit. Well, I would think my time is limited because in the evening, I actually plan on meeting up with Maximo for this guy. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we want to look into the old gods? Yeah, I'll do a little more research. All right. Give me a flat 20. Two. Nothing. And I'm going to count old gods and portals together. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so nothing about old gods, nothing about any kind of portals. And then lastly, it was elves. I'm going to look up this term, elves, see what I come across. All right. Give me a flat 20. 11. The only thing that you find was that uh, Vogtrim, back in before the Empire, was home to humans and this word again elves uh, it doesn't go into describing what elves are but the way that you're this is worded this document that you're reading makes you believe that it's a race and the only other thing is uh, there was a brief skirmish between house Vogtrim and house dragon watch uh, it was a very brief battle. It only lasted a, uh, a couple of months. Um, and the outcome of the battle doesn't seem to be very relevant because it's not really, it doesn't really go into, at least the research you're looking at, doesn't really go into the consequences or what the fight was about. Okay. All right. So I would say that that research kind of took me into the evening. Okay. And we're going to meet up with uh, Maximo. Reluctantly, yes. And we are going to go to uh, the Crazy Shield. Crazy Shield. The Crazy Shield is a crazy place. It is uh, packed at all times. You went with Maximo, like you kind of picked him up, and, and you guys both went together. Or like, is it something where you decide? Yeah, to I would meet think him that him. I would meet him there. Okay. Yeah. So we'll say that you uh, get there first. And you see that it is a uh, a crazy, raucous place. Um, while everyone in this, at least in this district, appears to be prim and proper, this is definitely the place where they go to let their hair down. Okay. It's uh, four levels. With it's a ground like the bar and roadhouse with Patrick yeah. Swayze. Yeah, great example. Perfect. And not only is it the bar roadhouse, but also Tom Cruise from Cocktail oh, is shit. the bartender. Like oh, it's this a very is out of yeah, it's a crazy place. 
It's it's where everyone goes to have fun. Uh, eventually, Maximo shows up. And, uh, hey, great, you came. I was kind of nervous that you were going to, you know, blow this off. Why would I blow you off? I, 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 you know. Um, no, I don't know. Why would I blow you off? Sometimes you just, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm uh, bothering you, that you just want to kind of, you know, settle down and relax. No, uh, we're friends. We're neighbors, right? Yeah. We're in this together, aren't right. we? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm here for you. You got good info. Uh, well, <clears throat> let's, uh, let's meet my guy. So uh, you kind of push through a crowd, and there's a, there's a fairly plain-looking man sitting at a table. Uh, give me an awareness or a perception check. Six. Okay. He, he kind of eyeballs you guys as you approach, and uh, Maximo holds his hand out. He declines to shake it. Uh, he's already dealt with Maximo, so as you can imagine, he probably doesn't like him. <laughs> but uh, you see him <laughs> kind of look at you, and uh, Maximo says, Hey, you know, we're, uh, I told you I got a friend. We're here about uh, this, this job that you need doing. And uh, the guy nods, and he said, uh, all right, I'll bring you to my boss. So are we sitting down? No, you're bo- you two are standing up. He's sitting down. So he stands up. He's in like a booth? Like, wh- wh- What's the like situation? A, just a table, sitting at a table okay. by himself. God, I fucking hate this. <laughs> Why? What do you do? Because nothing goes right with this guy. I can already feel it. Like, nothing goes right with Why? This because this isn't the guy giving the actual mission? Yeah. <laughs> I sit down at the table. Regardless of whether or not this guy is standing up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's, uh, she's upstairs. I need a drink. I'm sure we can have a drink uh, brought to us. I call for the barkeep. <laughs> uh, he looks at Maximo. And Maximo looks at... Uh, <clears throat> I'm sure they'll get us drinks uh, upstairs, buddy. I completely ignore him. I'm trying to, like, create this environment. Like, th- this guy, he's not going to run... He's not running the show. It, Maximo, you know? I, I continue to look for the barkeep until I make eye contact with a barkeep. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, somebody comes over uh, and asks you... Uh, hey, guys, uh, what do you need? I, I look at them. What... What are you guys drinking? The guy does not look happy. He looks at Maximo, he looks at you, and he just walks up the stairs. Okay. He leaves you. Good. I look at Maximo. Either go with him or tell me what you're drinking. Uh, 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 can, can you bring something upstairs for us? And she's like, uh, yeah, if you want to talk to somebody up there. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, let's go follow him. Make some money. Okay. I'll take an L here. Thank you. <laughs> So now Maximo is kind of standing in between, close to you, but in between you and the stairs with his hands out and just kind of like looking exasperated at the stairs. And he looks at you, looks at the stairs, looks at you. He's like, oh, what are we doing here? I say, if you want to look like a puppy chasing this guy, go, go for it. You know, I don't know who's in control here. Is it him or is it us? Well, he's like, giving- haven't you learned by now? Just because he's giving us some sort of assignment, what does that mean? You're going to kowtow to this guy? I mean, I'm not going to sit in this bar that I've never been in before and not take a look as far as, like, what's going on here and have this guy lead us around by our nose to some woman in the upstairs bar. Like, I have, who are we meeting? Do you even know? 
You've I, always been one for not gathering enough intel on these uh, little I, operations. I thought it was huh? him. He said he had a job, so I thought it was him. I guess. All right, well, let's let's slow things down a little bit. I'm going to sit at this table. I'm going to have a drink, and now we can see what female he's going up to meet. So, whatever. You want to go with him? Feel free. I'll be up there in a minute. Okay, thanks. And he goes running up the stairs. <laughs> God, I hate this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> Good. All right. And again, I'm going to... I'm going to wait until the uh, barkeep brings me a drink. All right. So a couple minutes. Uh, not even. Maybe a minute passes. You get your ale. All right. I'm going to take it. And I ask her. I said, do me a favor. Can you send another one up for me up upstairs, please? Thank you. Yeah, sure. Thanks. I'm going to drink it at the table. Okay. All and by your lonesome? Whatever. All and right. I'm going to I'm going to look and, and see what's going on upstairs. Like, who did this guy go and meet with? Did, it's kind of hard to tell. There's too many people. Okay. Did Maximo, like a, like a little dog, like run right behind this guy? Because I could see him, like, scurrying, like, right behind this guy. To be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the yeah. impression that you got. All right. All right. And I just, again, I just kind of scan this bar. I've never been here before. I don't know. And if you're saying that, like, you know, this is, like, where the hustle and bustle mm -hmm. of the town is, this... Would then lead Harrison to believe that this is like where like the, the like the um, the unrefined sorts it's, uh, of the capital city would hang out in. Uh, yes, but also like where the refined people, like I said, go to let their hair down, okay, and have a good time, right? So um, it's like a mix between like some unsavory characters. And have you ever been to Dinosaur Barbecue? No. Okay, so the original Dinosaur Barbecue was a. 50-50 mix of Hells Angels and stockbrokers. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Hmm. It's not that obvious right. here because there really is very few in the way of downtrodden in the city. Okay. Um, there are obviously people better off than others, but it's a healthy mix of kids partying. Right. Uh, maybe business professionals celebrating promotions or finishing the big job or whatever. Uh, military guys, uh, Thunder Force letting their hair down, having okay. a few drinks. Uh, and then lots of people just coming in just for a drink to unwind. It's a little bit of everything. And the place is fairly large? Yeah, it's four floors. Four floors. Okay. Yeah. Do Alright, so then my intent is to look and watch as this guy goes upstairs and Maximo in close pursuit. Is there anybody on the same level that I'm at that's like keeping an eye on them? That's like obviously watching them and not just because Maximo is a fucking coward, but because the guy leading him upstairs is either A, somebody famous, or B, someone who's wanted, or C, somebody who just needs to have like a watchful eye over. Uh, give me uh, an investigation. Nope. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was loud. A three. Uh, not that you see. Okay. Everything looks hunky-dory. All right. So then I'll, I'll finish my drink and uh, I'm going to head upstairs. All right. When you get upstairs, I would say it takes a few minutes for you to find uh, Maximo. A lot of people in here. But you do see Maximo and he is just, hey, hey, finger guns, really selling the sauce. Yeah, yeah. And you could see the guy that he originally followed up here is staying with his arms crossed, just not even looking at him, just looking at the group of people, just not wanting to be there. The group of people is in the, the, the woman the rest that of the he patrons. Was, oh, okay, like, okay. Not that that he's watching them, but just right. like, 
like a thousand yard stare. Right, like, just oh get me God, away from this shut fucking Shut the guy. fuck up. Yes. And you see a fairly attractive woman, red hair, uh, sitting down with her legs crossed, uh, also arms folded over her chest, and just waiting for him to finish his sales pitch of why he should be hired. Uh, both her and seemingly this bodyguard or whoever this guy is make eye contact with you as you round the corner and Maximo notices that everyone kind of notices you and stops talking and looks and says, ah, here he is. Yeah, he was just uh, using, the, using, the, using the restroom. Mm. I look at him. Do me a favor. Get a couple of drinks. Oh, no, we got drinks. I just kind of pat him on the shoulder, like forcefully. The, the woman says, yeah, why don't you go get drinks? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. So he waddles away. <clears throat> Please, have a seat. Forgive my friend. <laughs> you're, a, you're a good friend. It takes a lot of patience to deal with people. I am Cassandra Honorstone. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of me. I'm an author. I've, I've explored most of um, this continent. Uh, I have the Honorstone collection. It's an encyclopedia of all the cities in, uh, in Debrin. I, uh, I have a problem. My uh, dear friend of mine went missing in this city. And uh, I was wondering if I could find somebody to help me locate him. This someone that you're looking for, is this someone that needs to be located quietly? Or someone who needs to be located and then be kept quiet? No, 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 no. He's my friend. Okay. I'm just not equipped to... Um, to handle these kinds of things. It, it, unfortunately, I believe it's a case of mistaken identity. In what sense? We'll find out next time. Well played. Welcome back to the only station that really rocks Dyson Pipes. What a fun gameplay session. Can we talk... Before we get started, can we talk about your relationship uh, as a player, mm -hmm. not as the character, as a player, uh, with one Maximo? Like me, me personally, not yeah, yeah. how I feel my character. And, and really, I think they, they kind of go hand in hand. Dude, I, I can't stand them. And I give you a lot of credit for creating a character that is just such a pain in the fucking ass <laughs> to have to deal with. <laughs> uh, he's just like, he's so shallow and... Oh, it's so aggravating to fucking talk to him. Uh, Maximo is a little bit of a pain in the ass. A little bit. <clears throat> he is a guy who believes in his mind mm -hmm. the world would not function properly without him in it. Unfortunately, he's very not self-aware and that he's actually horrible at everything that he does. But he thinks he's doing like the greatest job ever. Right. Um, and I think it's a, a testament to you and all GMs out there when you have the ability to kind of step out of the norm, I guess, of like creating NPCs that the players are going to encounter. And, you know, you, you make it a point that everybody has their own kind of unique personality. And, and that I think is cool because I could see people getting into the trap, even as a, like a player, like... You know, you find yourself playing the same character over and over again. So let's just say solely D&D. This campaign, ultimately, this is going to end up being an arcane trickster, rogue. Um, now, let's say this fizzles out and we decide or we wrap this one up and we, we make another campaign. And, and now I'm going to play a wizard. 
I think a lot of players find themselves in a trap where like it's the same personality for all of their characters, you know? And it's just what you're comfortable playing. Right. And I think it's cool to kind of step outside the box and, and try something new. And that character is is definitely something new. And yeah, I think so far the interactions with him have been pretty good because I <laughs> fucking can't stay. He's, you know, it's funny because Whitmore, Whitmore, I did not like initially. Not me personally. I mean, you know, the, the character Harrison did not like him initially. But then you see like over time, like the relationship that they had has really kind of grown. And now they seem in such a short period of time, like they, they seem like they're relatively close, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, Maximo, I could tell you right now, yeah, that, that's not happening. This is a guy that he just knows right out of the gate. Yeah, there is no liking him. He's a fucking weasel. And um, yeah, I don't think there's going to be any change of heart in regards to Maximo. Well, speaking of which, you end up getting uh, hooked up with Cassandra Honorstone, who's some kind of author of some renown. Um, so you end up in this bar, and for some reason, uh, Harry... Uh, Harrison is very skeptical about this whole meeting. I, I think he's getting to the point. I don't know if it's paranoia, but he's starting to see that things really aren't what they, they seem to be. There's a lot of shit that's going on, a lot of things that have been told over the years. You know, like, for instance, magic. Like, there's, there's, there's no magic. Magic doesn't exist. But he has firsthand knowledge of the fact that it does, you know? So, like, I, I think it's causing him to to kind of view the world through a different lens now. Um, and it's causing him at this moment to be very skeptical of people that are not close to him, you know? So he's going he's gonna to be very methodical in, in how he handles things and, and try not to, like, you know, rush into things. Yeah, and it's funny because the magic seemingly is just under the surface. Mm. Uh if you dig just a little bit in the right places, you're going to find the magic. Um, so you go to this bar, uh, you end up meeting her, and she's looking for basically like a gambling buddy. Uh, somewhere in between an acquaintance and a friend, I would say. Um, a good acquaintance or a new friend, maybe. Right. Now, there's uh, Harrison has a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying... Uh, <sighs> I'm trying to play him to be not naive, right? He 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 ran this this dock. So for all intents and purposes, he was like a borderline criminal, right? Smuggling stuff in, trying to make a, a little cash on the side. So he's he's not unaware as to the uh you know, like the underwave, the underbelly of crime in a city. So he understands its purpose. He he knows that it's not going anywhere. I think Harrison doesn't want to overstep and maybe that's something that he'll explore. Do you think that this author is being forthright with you? Too early to tell. Yeah, I just, I don't like Maximo's game at all. The whole, like, sneak, well, what Harrison perceives as being sneaky with his family, like, being like this, uh, keeping this watchful eye over his family. Right. And, oh, by the way, if, if you don't return, don't worry, I'll take care of your wife. Like, <laughs> I'll bet you will. Yeah, I bet you will, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Um... So he just he tries to create distance, but also keep him close enough to maintain that kind of like working friendship. Yeah, you know? well, and a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah, you know, so exactly. he may come through one day. You never know. I mean, he he is the one who came through with this mission, and allegedly you're going to be paid very handsomely for finding this person. Right. Right. So, all right. Uh, well, 
to uh, to the clap. You think they have a, uh, a prescription for that that doesn't have the side effects like Lyrica, where they go against the shit that they're trying to to resolve? No, you don't think so. The clap is just forever, forever. Like that clap, right? Clap on, clap off, clap on, clap on. The clapper. Uh, <laughs> to uh, our producer Barry. Look, that motherfucker usually comes through, but he really let me down today. Guy, nowhere to be found. My fucking pipe stand broken. Nowhere to be found. I think. I almost think he he welcomes the pain. To dice and pipes. Chinese motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>